0: Welcome to Sunstorm, where we get real about what's happening in the world and what we're doing about it, because we are the light in the storm. Hi, I'm Alicia Garza.
1: And I'm Ai Jen Poo, and I cannot believe we're already wrapping up season three of Sunstorm. What is time?
0: What is time? It's been a wild spring, and it came after a wild winter, which came right after, I mean, it's just been a wild year, okay? It's all been wild. And ever since we launched Sunstorm in January of 2020, pre-pandemic, it's been wild.
1: And, you know, I know we talk about the importance of gratitude all the time, but seriously, I just have to say I am so truly grateful that we had the show to connect more deeply and to stay in touch and to just process all the craziness that was happening and is happening and do it with so many incredible women and a few men. Um, and we did so much learning and laughing. I mean, it's been incredible.
0: It's really been so needed. I don't know how we would have gotten through the last year without a good cackle. And so what we're going to do right now is do a little recap of the season. Let's talk about the big themes, what really stuck with us, what we learned and what we're unlearning. And what have we learned to unlearn?
1: You know, I think when we set out to do this season, one of the things that we wanted to make sure was that we didn't just kind of trudge into the future without taking stock. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad we did because I feel like so much has happened and everything has been so concentrated Mm -hmm. because we've all been kind of trapped in our own homes and our own little worlds. And I think what we did when we heard from our guests was just kind of expand our worlds a bit. That's right. And I heard some really amazing themes. One, just about how people are thinking about their relationships and how they're relating to their neighbors and their families and their community and what it looks like to really show up for people. Mm -hmm. Um, The theme of care came up a bunch. Mm -hmm. And I'll just never forget um, Alice talking about how care is, it's not transactional, Mm -hmm. right? That it is really about human connection and relationships that can't be transactional. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to stay with me. Like, how do we how do we make sure that we're really investing in relationships that are really, truly
0: caring? Mm -hmm. I love that. And the episode with Alice was so, so good. I, I think for me, you know, one of the things I'm really taking away from this season, that I also thought it was a really big theme was really that what we are doing right now is inherently political. And I was thinking about people who might be listening and, you know, feeling like, okay, we did all this work leading up to this moment, and now what? And feeling maybe like there was some secret book that nobody got <laughs> to check out from the library. But like talking to Baratunde, right, about moving to a place and really grounding himself in a place, understanding things like, how does the budget work here? Understanding some of the nuances of the place that he lives in as a way to be a citizen. Um, I'm thinking about Tara and how she talked about how she got activated and what it meant for her, right? To understand that she could actually do something about the things that she didn't like. I am thinking about Aaron right who talked so much about faith as a way to another lens upon which to express your vision and your strategy in the world right and i'm really also thinking about margaret who talked a ton right about how she got politicized and then how she uses her platform right <laughs> to engage other people in the everyday work of changing our lives so I was so inspired by that this season. I was really inspired by the notion that, again, you don't have to be somebody who is carrying a picket sign in a protest, that actually our protests can happen in various, various aspects of our lives, and that just our regular engagement and participation can make a huge difference moving forward.
1: That's right. I feel like one of the things that is a huge risk And danger is that now that we're no longer in under this cloud of 2020 is that people kind of think especially if we get vaccinated and things start to open up that our job is done Mm -hmm. right that we don't have to show up Mm -hmm. anymore and I think that what our guests gave us was so many different ways that we can and should continue to show up and that it is true. Our work is just beginning. If we're about building a future and a country that is truly embracing of each of our unique experiences, where there's a place of belonging Mm -hmm. and dignity for all of us, That project is a really long-term project. It's not an election cycle to election cycle project. And it's rooted in our own homes, in our own communities, and in how we continue to engage in the questions that are about getting to the roots of what's wrong, Mm -hmm. getting to the roots of the things that take away our power.
0: One other big theme that I'm taking, um, I loved our conversation with Tunde. You know, she was so motivating and I I liked getting under the hood a little bit to better understand, you know, what keeps you going? I I guess I want to call myself like an optimistic pessimist, right? (laughs) Where I vacillate every day from, oh, my God, there's so many things that are possible to the world's ending. <laughs> and so I I really needed to hear from Tunde this piece about trust and really trusting ourselves and trusting that we're gonna figure it out. And I've been really trying to lean into that um, ever since we had our conversation, just trusting. And it's okay to have, you know, moments of panic or moments where you feel like it's just not happening or this isn't what I signed up for, or this wasn't what I wanted, right? But If we trust ourselves to make it through, if we trust that we know how to put one foot in front of the other, then it's okay if the ground is a little shaky sometimes. Um, It's okay, right, if there's pitfalls and crestfalls and all the falls, right? Because we trust each other to get back up again, and we trust ourselves to get back up again. Dust off your knees, dust off your elbows, you know, wipe your mouth, and let's go.
1: (laughs) That's right. No, I love that. And I think... Trust in self and others is key. I keep thinking that we're like in this giant perpetual trust fall Mm -hmm. and that we have to just keep on trusting. (laughs) Um, But you know why? One of the reasons why we should trust ourselves is because of our moms Mm -hmm. in all of their complications and grace. Moms came up so much this season, and I don't think it's an accident. Mm-hmm. I think it's like we really drew on all the things that made us who we are to survive and stay strong mm-hmm. through this time. And we had everyone from Tunde, who, mm-hmm. whose mom taught her how to recognize her shine and use her voice, to Erin, whose mom mm-hmm. helped her make the link between her faith and her her sense of justice mm-hmm. and fairness. And Baratunde, who spoke at length about his mom and her resilience and what he learned from just meditating on how she taught herself to love herself. Mm-hmm. I think that that's so profound the way mothers came up this time, and I know for you, your mom comes up all the time. Mm-hmm Um, because she's a son in our storm. That's right. That's right. (laughs) What do you think about why moms showed up so much in this season as we were thinking about what we wanted to carry forward?
0: You know, I love that you brought this up because I I did notice that almost everybody talked about their mothers. (laughs) And um, I was telling somebody that I love the other day that, um, you know, moms are complicated, in so many ways. I mean, we are human beings that um, are imperfect. And we learn how to see the world first through the lenses of our mothers. And then we add our own perspectives and our own experiences and it's a lot of the reason why I feel like, you know, for a lot of people they'll say, you know, my mom drives me crazy and I love her too at the same time <laughs> because we're like extensions of ourselves and each other, but um we're not the same being, right? And it's supposed to be that way. So I was saying in this conversation that sometimes what can happen is that even as we grow to be different individuals, that what we are doing is helping each other see through each other's lenses. And what mm-hmm. I heard so much from Bear Tunde and from Erin and Tara was that their moms gave them a lens through which to see the world. And that as they got older, they were still learning about that lens from a different perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So I know that's been true for me in terms of um, my relationship with my mother. And we could not have been more different, but we were also really similar in that she really taught me how to be in the world. And of Mm -hmm. course, I added my own flavor as I got older. Um, And through me, right, she got to see the world differently too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that is so much of the pleasure and joy and excitement, right, about. Um, our connections and our relationships. Um, And I wish that for everyone. I know not everybody has like the most awesome relationship with their families, but in this season, our guests really did hone in on um, the impact and the influence and the role that their mothers played in their lives. It is so important for us to be thinking about the role that mothers play in our society. Mm Mm -hmm. Um, I think we miss that a lot. I mean, we talk about women, right? We talk about (laughs) all these different categories, but mothering um, Mm -hmm. is really a a whole different arena that I feel is deeply underexplored. Hopefully in our next season, we can have Ana Malaika Tubbs on. She wrote this beautiful book called The Three Mothers, and she really dives into um, the stories, right, of the mothers of James Baldwin, and Mm. Martin Luther King Jr. and um, Malcolm X. And she really kind of illuminates right? these women behind these men who are not even behind them, but who were responsible for (laughs) Mm. these men who became these prolific figures in our societies. And you see the ties and the relationships between them. Like you see that James Baldwin got his artistry from his mother. You see that Malcolm X, got his politics, his drive, his passion from his mother. And you also start to see and think about more clearly what the world could have been like if our society supported those mothers in a different way. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking about Malcolm X's mother who uh, actually ended up being institutionalized, right? By the state, she was poor, she was deeply involved with the United Negro Improvement Association, you know, Marcus Garvey's
1: organization.
0: Mm -hmm. She was very much about Black self-determination, but she was poor and she was on state programs, right? And uh, the state really kind of criminalized her, right? There mm. there was no dad in the picture and she was institutionalized and Malcolm ended up raising his siblings. Uh, and that kind of led to this whole trajectory that Malcolm X was mm. on. And he talks a lot, right, about how that experience impacted him, that he learned, right, about the challenges Of systems that organize our lives by living them and by seeing it through the lens of his mother. Um, So I I just, I wish there was more attention to that, right? I wish, Mm -hmm. um, like Anna says, you know, she said, well, what if Malcolm's mother's life had been different? right? What if she Mm -hmm. actually had supports, right? Instead of punishment for trying to make a way out of no way. And Mm -hmm. that just sits with me. And so as I heard all of our guests kind of talking about their mothers, I was also thinking about what if our world really supported mothers and mothering in such a way that the things that we are passing on, right? The lenses that we are um, offering to um, the people that we're bringing up in the world, have an extra added flavor of like what it means to live in your full dignity.
1: I'm so glad that you shared that because I do agree that if we organized our systems around mothers and people who mother and the incredible life force and lens Mm -hmm. that is that care, uh, it would be so different. Mm -hmm. And I think about especially what mothers have been through in the pandemic. I mean, I've never experienced a rage like the mom rage. (laughs) That has just been, you know, the surround sound of the pandemic with kids home from school and daycare and the impossible situation and choices that so many people had to make. And actually, we're now at 1988 workforce participation numbers for women because literally millions of women who are moms and daughters of moms who need care. Have been pushed out of the workforce mm-hmm. in the pandemic mm-hmm. because it, it was simply too much. Right. And so, what we're talking about in terms of honoring our mothers and what we can learn from them, especially in this time of a pandemic, like I do think that so much of what we have to do in the reorganization and rebirth mm-hmm. of our society and our economy does have to put them front and center
0: yep. yep I agree I agree
1: that's that's what this whole care infrastructure thing is all about mm-hmm. it's it's really about putting the fundamentals in place to support people like Malcolm's mom mm-hmm. who have unique contributions to make to our lives and our communities.
0: Which leads us to the incredible moment of opportunity that we're in, and also the deepening crises, right? And I, I often, you know, feel stuck between these two places. And I think one of the things I got out of this season is just a sharpening, right, of what's at stake, and also a clarification of my motivation. What we saw, uh, you know, this year is that we found $1.9 trillion to, like, support people, (laughs) right? We have on the table $400 billion for care infrastructure to support people. So it's not that it cannot be done, (laughs) right? It's not Mm -hmm. that it cannot be done. It's really that we're in a struggle right now between... Um, the way things have always been and the way things can be. Mm -hmm. And our task, right, as people who care um, is to push us forward into the future using all of our best tools. So I'm thinking about all the funny moments we had this season too. (laughs) You know, I'm thinking about Plant based SM. I mean, I think that's amazing, right? <laughs> that Margaret talked about. I'm thinking about <laughs> Peppa Pig, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what Peppa Pig can give us inspiration for how we move forward and how we lean into our rage and our anger and translate it into something productive, even if it's just like checking out for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about, um, giving pep talks to our dogs, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh I I know I'm giving pep talks to my Charlie because he is so lazy, so (laughs) lazy. He just wants to eat and frolic. That's pretty much his entire life. And I want to take motivation from him, but I'm also like, dude, Charlie, I need you to get some motivation, get up, get out there, take advantage of the day. (laughs) Totally.
1: And did we talk about this yet? Do our listeners know that we both got pandemic dogs?
0: Oh, my God. And that they're both still alive.
1: (laughs) They're both still alive. We all made it. We all made it. They're both incredibly lazy and
0: they're both incredibly adorable. (laughs) Charlie and Ben are proof that we can do hard things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. We also got some amazing recipes. Like, I've been literally on Baratunde's fish. Oh, yeah, that Branzino. Mm-hmm.
0: That Branzino. Mm-hmm. I got a trout the other day that I'm planning to do a sheet pan version of Ooh. with some broccolini, some garlic broccolini. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm very excited about this, but I am definitely going to try. Uh, Baratunde's Branzino recipe.
1: Me too. So good. So good. So one beautiful thing that is starting to happen and is going to continue happening that literally I have no words for how awesome it is are these reunions. That's right. That where you're going to start to see people that you haven't seen for over a year. Some of the most important relationships in your life have been mediated through Zoom and phone and FaceTime. And you finally get to hug people again. And you get to laugh together and dance together. And Alicia and I got to see each other and do that literally sat on a bench for hours and hours. Just cackling. Yes. Like laughing our asses off. And it was the most incredible feeling. That's right. It was
0: so good. That's right. Oh my gosh. And I I don't even know that it like totally hit me that we have not gotten to do that in person for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Like it almost feels like 2020 in some ways, in some cases, was like the last year. You know how mm-hmm. like in some societies, right, they talk about these like massive catastrophes they talk it as like the lost years. <laughs> I feel like that's what 2020 has been. That is what it is. It was so lovely to like see you and hug you and not through a screen, but like in real life. And it was also really interesting to try to reintegrate into the world in that way, right? Like. Yeah you don't realize sometimes how much hugs mean. You don't realize sometimes how precious it is to be able to sit with somebody on a bench and have a conversation. I didn't know I missed clubs, honey, but I do. I miss clubs. I miss dancing. I miss shaking my booty with you. Um, And I miss being able to move freely.
1: Mm -hmm. And it just
0: made me think about all of the things that are at stake right now. Um, It made me Mm -hmm. think about the things that we're facing in this country in a totally different way. It made me think about immigration differently. It made me think about disability differently. It made me think about disability in a whole different way. Mm -hmm. Um, And it made me think about how needed and necessary our connections are and how truly interdependent we really are. I don't think I could do another year and a half or five years of no hugs, you know, and like not being in contact with the people that you love so dearly. So um, I hope that one thing we carry forward here is um, just remembering that preciousness of Mm -hmm. what it means to be in connection and relationship and not taking that for granted.
1: And the ability to share space. With people you love yeah. and feel their energy, that's right, and draw strength from it. That's right. I'll never ever forget that feeling of like that big strong hug. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh yeah. So good. Oh yeah. And our first
0: in-person <laughs> belly laugh. Yeah. <laughs> sitting on that bench. Yes, oh, yes, yes. It doesn't so get better good. than that. So precious. I wish that for all of you Sunstorm listeners that you get to hug the people that you love and sit and cackle on a bench and somewhere get to go shake your booty.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Well, my love, um I'm so glad that we got to do this together and thank you Sunstorm listeners for joining us on this adventure. We appreciate every single one of your comments and your notes, and we love, love, love hearing from you, all the many suns in our many storms, or as Alice said, our sunbeams. As we wrap up this season, we hope that you A, get vaccinated, (laughs) B, keep going, and C, love on each other and care for each other, not as a transaction but in service of transformation. Stay healthy, stay safe, and enjoy every single day of your hopefully vaxxed girl summer. And stay in touch, please. You can always find us at Sunstorm Pod on all the socials. We love you. Thank you all. Sunstorm is a project of the National Domestic Workers Alliance in collaboration with Participant. Sunstorm is executive produced by Alicia Garza, Ai-jen Poo, and Christina Mev Zapgar. Sunstorm is produced by Amy S. Choi and Rebecca Lehrer of the Mashup Americans. Producers are Shelby Sandlin, Mary Phillips Sandy, and Mia Warren. Original music composed by Jen Kwok and Jody Shelton. I want to do a segment on my podcast that's like, what do you want on your tombstone?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Nellie.